0: Listening to From the Friars Podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. Brothers, may the Lord give you his peace. So we'll see. If the homily turns out, we'll put it up on the podcast. If it doesn't, we won't. Okay. Um, Brothers, um, God bless you. Today would have been the Feast of St. Luke had uh, not been Sunday so we remember him and um, today is World Mission Sunday so it's the uh, Sunday where the church kind of takes up a second collection to help fund missions in um, like uh, places that need help and, and whatnot and um, and then there's like a big theme that uh, has come out for w- World Mission Sunday and the Pope himself this year has this theme of uh, what it you know Fact that we're all called to a mission, by virtue of our baptisms and whatnot, and then we have these readings, which are kind of wild, kind of makes the preacher a little nervous, to be honest, because the the um, the theme of the readings today definitely are talking about politics, man, hot button issue, politics, especially in America right now, right? We're so close to November third and the voting and everything, and and uh, the whole topic of politics what a mess you know and do we dare talk about it from the pulpit and if so how many careful distinctions you have to make uh, it, it, you, you could easily make a mistake on this side or that side or, you know so you can imagine a lot of priests a lot of deacons a lot of preachers like well maybe I'll focus on something more spiritual or whatever you know but I'm going to try to rush in where angels fear to tread okay brothers? so Politics, Um, man, oh man, Isaiah 45, the secular Persian King Cyrus is called the Lord's anointed. It's a wild passage, you know, especially if you know the context of the times that the Jews would uh, hear the prophet saying that a non-Jew was somehow the Messiah, you know, the, the anointed one, God's chosen instrument. Now we know Cyrus was credited for letting the exiles come back to rebuild Jerusalem and the temple. And, uh, but still, uh, pretty wild passage, you, you know. The context of kind of the mindset of the day that a non-Jewish, a, a person who does not belong to God's chosen people, could be this chosen instrument. So, um, to this day, I believe that the Jews have an honor they bestow on righteous Gentiles, right? Is it Schindler? I think got that, you know, and people that had done from their perspective good and holy things, even though they weren't a member of the the uh, people of God. Okay. And then this incredibly tense passage in Matthew 22, where they're trying to trick Jesus, right? And, and this thing with paying the taxes to Caesar and, and this really famous passage where Jesus rises above the controversy and like checkmate on everybody, you know, <laughs> whose image is on this coin, you know, uh, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and what is God, uh to what is God's. And um, I wanna just comment, comment this morning, it's kind of like the big theme for this homily is the word render. Render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Render unto God what is God. Um, I believe that this one word in Jesus' teaching this morning pulls the whole thing together. Um, to, in, in the Greek, the word means to give to. <laughs> give to. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Give to God what is God's. Render. Pay. Um, and so, here's the thing. What belongs to God? How do we render to God what is his due, right? The virtue of justice, the virtue of religion, giving to God, what is his due? What what belongs to him? Well, everything. (laughs) You know, everything. And that's our perspective. That's our perspective. Um, There is a call to live a life where everything is directed towards God. Um, And I think that that is our starting point for, for our, ta- our belief about politics, right? You look at the, the rich tradition of Catholic teaching on the, the duties of a citizen, right? In the Catechism, commenting on the fourth commandment, honor mother and father, the Catechism connects that with Jesus's command to love neighbor himself, and then there's a whole explanation of what it means, like what's the Catholic perspective on being a citizen of whatever country you're in? You know, it's, it's a kind of a Catholic approach to politics. That, um, that even in the realm of politics, we have to always remember that God is sovereign over everybody and everything. That's our perspective. And so, uh, was it the words of Thomas More, great saint for today, you know, I'm the king's good servant, but God's first, you know. And that we've never believed that Christians need to run off and have their own country. Rather, it's always been that Christians are citizens of every country, and in every country where we are, we do our best to be you know to work for the common good and to be good citizens but always because we're there to bring the gospel because uh of the the, the reality of a mission that flows from your baptism um, that that's the whole theme for today's world mission sunday but also i think from the readings even so uh, if everything belongs to god i think that uh, that belief correct some, some real problems right now that we're having, if you don't mind me putting it that way. I think we're experiencing a problem where there are Christians, there are Catholics, there are Christians who don't understand the most basic things about being a Christian or being a Catholic, right? There are, well, I'll just keep, I'll stick to the word Catholic here, but there are Catholics who, who compartmentalize their faith, who believe being Catholic means you go to Mass on Sunday or maybe you don't and maybe you say grace before meals and maybe you know like I'm really minimalist kind of kind of prayer life and uh, it, your faith has nothing to do with Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday right it's this compartmentalization and uh, that is so contrary to what it means to be a Catholic you know so uh, the correction of this compartmentalization is integration right that our faith color you know colors or informs or everything everything and uh what does that look like well uh as i was praying over this theme i was thinking of the canticle from daniel 3 that we pray every sunday morning there's that canticle where we you know you run through the list of everything that exists and then the refrain is bless the lord bless the lord you know sun and moon bless the lord uh heat bless the lord i don't like that one Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Yeah, you know, like this whole kind of like canticle of creation, and it's a biblical mindset that everything exists to, to praise and bless God. Everything, everything. So I was thinking, you know, um, monks and friars, bless the Lord, you know, priests and brothers, bless the Lord, and deacons, bless the Lord. But Married people, bless the Lord. It's a vocation to marriage, should be seen as a mission for serving God in the world, you know, with your family. Uh, I was thinking post, post office workers, like if that's your job, you do that job because it's part of your mission to somehow serve the gospel, right? Um, I was thinking of comedians, you know, if you're a comedian, if you're an actor, if you're a musician and you're not seeing that as part of your mission flowing from your baptism to bring the love of God to the world, you know, you're off track. Politicians, we need people who have the vocation to be politicians to serve as either mayors or governors or senators or on the Supreme Court or, in court, you know, but even there you do your best to be the absolute best you can, but always with the idea that it is somehow connected to the mission that you have because of your baptism, because of what it means to be a member of the church, to participate in the mission of the church in the world, you know, this radical integration. What does it look like, you know, uh, even just in your daily life, brother? I I think another way of saying what I'm trying to say here is that for authentic Catholics, there's a spirituality to everything. You know, like, so, for example, if you're cleaning, you know, there's a spirituality there of, of cleaning, you know, of a participation in the restoration of all things in Christ. If you're cooking, you know, if you're fixing something, if you're taking care of the books, you know, um, everything can have a spirituality to it. Everything can be an offering and everything can be integrated into our faith life. You know, uh, I, I often think we just have such a short time here on, in this life, we have such a short time, you know, and, and uh, it's such a danger to become distracted and to lose your sense of mission, lose your sense of like the purpose of why you're doing what you're doing. And I was thinking uh, a couple of interesting kind of prayer images. Like, I think a lot of people, certainly secular people, but even like Catholics who are not integrated, you could almost imagine them as like uh, sitting in a really little um, sailboat that has no rudder and no sail. You know, th- that little boat just gets blown around, right, from the waves and the wind, and there's no way to steer it, you know, and you just, and I think it's a danger for modern people just to allow themselves. Sometimes to just kind of be pushed and blown by life, you know, whether it be through, you know, media or entertainment or just, you know, the circumstances with no sense of like what it means and how what I'm going through connects to what God is doing in my life, what he's calling, me, you know? So I think when you realize that what it means to be baptized, what it means to be a member of the church, what it means to be a follower of Jesus, what it means to be a believer in God, there is a rudder and there is a sail. And yes, you go through things, yes, there's waves, yes, there's wind, but you're able to steer the boat in a direction, you know? And uh, I I have another image connected to this, if you've ever seen a little boat out on like a a choppy ocean, uh, if you have the boat um, parallel to the waves, you'll easily capsize, right? You know, because you're like sideways and then the waves, whoa, and you capsize, but if you make the the direction of the boat perpendicular to the incoming waves you can you can navigate through the waves without capsizing and um for me that's an image of like what our faith does for us in this crazy world you know that we we have a bearing of which way to direct uh, point the boat you know as we go through life um isn't that beautiful you know and so um brothers on this world mission sunday on this day when we're really close to the elections you know we take a moment to pray to come back to the basics of Christianity, that God has a plan for each one of us. You know, every day of your life is filled with God's will, with God's grace, with God's guidance, with a direction that, that can come from God if we're praying, if we're looking and seeking for that, if, if we're not compartmentalizing our faith, but we're, we're striving to integrate our faith into everything, everything, again, coming back to that canticle from Daniel three, you know, like everything, you know, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, it should be like this kind of ear candy that echoes in your brain all day long, you know? You ever got a song stuck in your head, it happens to me all the time, like, this is what it should be, you know, as, as we go through, uh, even what may appear to for some people to be banal or mundane, we don't believe that at all. And uh, I think, it, on that note, it's worth calling to mind that the two primary patron saints of the missions for the church is Francis Xavier, right, the great missionary traveled around doing all kinds of amazing things, but also St. Therese who never left the Carmel in in the little town in France, you know, so she stands for us as an example of how important it is for everybody to have a very solid prayer life and having a solid prayer life you acquire the capacity to discern the movements of the spirit in your daily life Um, you could almost compare it to like a rosary You know, so I think it's important if, you know, the rosary is such an important devotion for your prayer life. And if you think of what a rosary is, it's just a series of beads, right, that are all connected by a a chain. And uh, I think the Catholic perspective is that your life is like that. If you can imagine every bead is actually a day in your life, there is a chain that connects all of those beads. And that is the plan of God our Father for you, your mission, your purpose, your reason for being here. It all has to be centered in Christ, you know, completely and totally integrated. Every aspect, isn't that beautiful? You know, and I think, brothers, as we minister, especially when you're doing spiritual direction, when you're maybe giving a retreat conference as a friar, or even giving somebody counsel, I think it's important to reverence that reality in everyone we meet. You know, that this is a person who is, they're here because God actually wills them to be here, right? And that he has a plan for them, and that he loves them, and that he's calling them. Uh, when you start to believe that and you start to um, live from that belief, you let that belief inform how you move through your day. It's so powerful and beautiful. You know, it's so powerful and so beautiful. So on this World Mission Sunday, we ask for the prayers of St. Therese, St. Francis Xavier, that we may be integrated in our faith, that we may be uh, extremely sensitive and aware to the truth that there is a plan, and that God is calling us to participate in this mission, this mission to bring his love to the world. Amen. You've been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, The Renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans.